What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Unrelated Sports Podcast. I am Andy McConnell, and with me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Mr. Cody Allset. Cody, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am over the uh, initial tragedy of the end of the Dolphin season, and uh, I'm just ready to watch some other sports now. Football's over, right? Um, um, No, because... I mean, I could go my old Stephen A. on you and say, "How about them Cowboys?" But we're under the Niners now, so I can't. I can't do that. Um, I get you. Are all the sharp objects? Did you did you get to play with them at all? A little bit, or are they all gone now? They're all gone. Uh, my okay. wife, I think, hit them or safety coated them and oh, nice. Put them away safely. Okay. No, I was, lady. I was pretty. Uh, As upset as I normally get, I didn't get too bad this week, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think just the fact of, and this is my, this is always my personal opinion. When you kind of just get beat down in a game, it's a lot easier to take than losing a, like a close one. Yes, for sure. Like last, last year's playoff game was a lot rougher, especially when we had Skylar Thompson and we almost won it. Like it, there's no reason we should have been in that game. And yet we were this yeah. year. I don't know that I'm not, I'm not one for excuses, but like there was too many injuries to make a deep run. I'd have liked to see all playoff win. And so that we wouldn't be the now active leader in uh years since a playoff win, but at least the dolphins have a record, right? Yeah. Hey, you're number one in something. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so, you know who's also number one in something? Well, he's closing in on number one in something. Miss Caitlin Clark. Wow. What? Um, one, what a transition. And two, what a player. Thank you. I, I think I feel like we're getting better at these transitions here. I'm, I'm gonna be I, I agree 100%. Um, but yeah, so, um, I don't know exactly how many points she is, but I believe she just moved into either third on the third or fourth on the um, women's all time scoring leader or yeah, scoring leaders. For uh, college basketball, and, again, and she, most of she those has... are in the seventies, right? Like most of those scores are. Yeah, except uh, the... I mean, that's men's maybe. Yeah, well, the leader is she. So Caitlin just passed Brittany Griner, I believe, and then I think she has one or two more people to pass until she gets to Kelsey Plum, who like just okay. she's been in the WNBA for the last like I don't know five years, five six years. Okay, so it's um, not that old. Yeah, but still, it's like. I mean, and it's become you're becoming accustomed to her making a cut, making them logo three, you know, where however big the logo may be, but it's still like, wow, yeah, she's she's incredible. I mean, I saw the uh, the three that she had, and she was trying to get an and one with it, but they did not call it. Yeah, it, it's pretty incredible. Like it I know. doesn't even look like a normal shot. It just looks like she's chucking it and drained it. Well, well, and the crazy thing is, so, you know, obviously she leads the nation in scoring, but she's also, I believe, leads her. She's in like the top five of assists. So it's like That's... she's not just shooting. She's also passing with efficiency. Yeah, that's that's what the people that the haters are going to say is that she she shoots a lot like Colby did, you know, but yeah, she also well, is leading in assists, which. Yeah. And speaking of haters and everybody, I think. I don't know, maybe even the people on LSU hate this lady. But, uh, so LSU's head coach, Kim Mulkey, very evil person. 
if you don't know who she is, I you honestly can probably just Google Kim Mulkey Evil, and you'll find a bunch of fun things here. Um, Very Cruella Deville like. She even kind of dresses like her. Yep. Yeah. Um, like if you look at her, it might be like Medusa, and you might turn to stone. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Just very, very nasty lady. But so she made a comment. She didn't. And she didn't exactly say it was toward or Kate mentioned Caitlin's name, but she basically was insinuating it was toward her. Yeah. Um, she made a comment over the weekend of we don't have uh, players on like on other teams that shoot the ball forty times a game that they have so many people that they have to pass up. You know, all get their equal shots up. Well, there's two things that are wrong with that. One, Caitlin does not shoot forty times a game, which maybe only twenty five to be precise. Um, okay. But, and she also, like I just mentioned, she passes the ball. She leads yeah. the league in assist, or she leads the country in assists. So, um, kind of throws a wrench in that uh, that whole argument there. Yeah, well, maybe Mulkey should be wonder- worrying about her team because, uh, well, they just lost on the road at Auburn because, uh, well, they have too many egos in that place. Yeah, it's kind of, like, kind of like the old dream team idea. Like you put too many. Yes, it, like talent wise, they should be dominant. But you get too many egos, and they don't play as a team. And there goes. I mean, mean, their game ended with Auburn, where they have their big post girl in Angel Reese, who, I mean, a lot of people in Iowa do not like her at all. Um, Yeah. But they basically ran an ISO for her at the end of the game. She had the ball stripped from her. And it's like, it's it's fun to watch LSU crumble just for, for those few people involved. No. Do I think that they'll probably make a run still, LSU? More than likely, because depend, depending on if they are hot at the right time. But yeah, well, man, that's she. She seems to coach pretty well at the end of the season. Yeah, unfortunately, she not just an evil person. She is. She is actually a good coach. Um, yeah, but so same with the basketball team. I did see some kind of crazy yesterday. It was either yesterday, last night, or oh, this morning when I was watching Sports Center, but. In the Big 12 Conference in basketball, which has 14 members, you could do the math on that for, and it probably won't add up at all. Um, but for the 14 teams in that conference, they own six, 14 of the 16 hardest strengths of schedule remaining that, in the country. That's crazy. That means they're just beating up on each other. I know. It means it's a it's a bloodbath. We night in and night out, and you basically gotta gotta bring your A game. If not, you're probably gonna get stomped. And and I mean that's. That's going to take, like, obviously there's a lot of talent in the Big 12 in in uh, basketball, I'm assuming, because I don't watch any. But that would mean, like, in, in my opinion, it'd be like watching football. I'm just going to put it into terms that I understand, football. Some of the guys that are great, or teams that are pretty good, aren't going to make the tournament because they've beaten up on themselves, basically. Like Exactly. Or when they do make the tournament, they're only going to have a little, probably only maybe win one game if they're lucky. If not, just because they'll be out. Beat up like Iowa was after uh, beating Michigan State, like whatever year it was, or losing to Michigan State, actually, in the Big Ten finals. And yeah, and getting ran in to Christian McCaffrey. He had to cover one stupid guy on the team, and he, could, and he couldn't even cover him. They didn't. They did not at all. Um, but yeah. So I mean, Big Twelve Conference, very, very nuts. 
What else was nuts is, Cody, you were telling me this um, a few days ago is, what is it, the 125 weight? In 125 NCAA wrestling. There is, there are, I think there's 78 uh, Division One schools in, in wrestling, and top 32 make the NCAA tournament. Um, of the top 33 guys, because there is like usually a, a dovetail into the tournament too. So usually if 33 guys make it to the tournament and one is kind of like a wrestle in the top 33 guys, all but one have at least one loss, which is unheard of in, in, in college wrestling. Usually, I mean, for years there's been a Iowa wrestler by the name of Spencer Lee been the number one for years. Like, he had, he did take a couple losses, but like right now the number one guy is actually Drake Iea from um, Iowa. He just got moved up there this week. The number two guy who is the one that upset Spencer Lee uh, last year in the NCAA's semis, he's ranked number two and he has three losses. Um, it's like la- I think last week the number one guy – um, who was number one lost to the guy that was like ranked like 29th. I mean, it's just been a revolt. Like being ranked number one is probably a bad thing because Holy you're shit. probably going to lose. I hope that Drake Aya does not lose to, cause him and Matt Ramos are wrestling this week. I think Friday. So that should be a really fun match. Well, I remember, I can't remember what year this was. This probably might have been like maybe five, ten years ago. But in college football, there was like that, I think there was like a four-week stretch with, where whoever was ranked one or two like got beat that week. I do remember that. Like, I think this might have been like back when West Virginia had a chance to, so this might have been it? longer than ten years ago, like with Pat was, White and Stevie Slate. I was going to say, was that Pat White? Yeah. Yeah, where like they had an easy chance to go to the... um. <laughs> BCS championship game. It was just, it was a, it was a weird year. It wrestling has been very. Well, there's been a lot of upsets this year. Not only, not only there, but hey, here's a shout out to a local Cresco guy, uh, Michael Blockus. Um, he wrestled for Cresco for a couple of years. Then he wrestled for New Hampton, I believe. Um, and he he wrestled wrestles for um, Minnesota. And 157 this year moved up from 149 where he got he was an all American last year got eighth. Uh, he beat the number two ranked uh, Jared Franick out of Iowa. He just transferred from North Dakota State and um, he had just actually beaten the number three guy Peyton Robb from Nebraska this week. So. Like Frannick is obviously like one of the top guys and Block has had a good plan of attack and got a takedown right at the end to win five to four, I believe. Great match. He's he's looking really good this last last couple end of last year he looked really good. Best I'd ever seen him wrestle. Including like high school when I watched you know, I watched a couple of his state title matches and stuff, but mm-hmm. he is looking very good and like um, he was last year. I think he was the Big Ten runner up to Peyton Rob, uh, and this year he's he's building on that. He's, I mean, he's 
just beat the number two guy. He's ranked 11 right now. Okay. So, is do you know? Does he still have one more year? Is he no? Th- after this year? is his last year. I think he had actually announced at one point that he was done at the end of last year, and then he decided to come back. Um, I know he's going to be uh, training for. He d- does a lot of training for MMA. He'll be going yeah. into that after. He's actually had a bout or two. Oh, okay. There, awesome. where he's done pretty well. So. Yeah, I I will say, though, those guys who do step in the MMA ring or octagon, holy mother mercy, they're, they they got some balls of steel. Oh, yeah, 100%. Men, men or they're, women, I should say. They've got to be a little nuts, but not a bad way. Like, just, it, you know, like, wrestling is a great, a great transition into that. But, like, in wrestling, you don't take punches. Mm-hmm. So... You've, you've got to have a you have to have a certain mindset to be able to go into an octagon. Yeah, well, it's not like boxing where you're getting punched with boxing gloves. You're getting basically punched with your bare fists. <laughs> yeah, and then you got kicks coming in there and choke holds and yeah, yeah, it, uh, it, yeah, yeah, it's it intense. Takes, it takes a special kind of special to be able to do those. I think I would uh, I would quit after one punch. Like somebody punched me once, I'm like, you know, I'm out, just done. Yeah, I'd be dropped after one punch, so I, I know I know I would not be able to stand up to any of that. When you wake up, you would quit. Actually, I'd probably quit because you know, I think they say when you're getting ready to get hit or when something bad like that's getting ready to happen, you kind of see things slow down for you in a minute, <laughs> like if you're falling or whatever. Yeah, that yep. that would be when I quit. Is right at that. Point. <laughs> um, they say, well, I don't remember who it was, but uh, everybody has a great plan until. You get punched in the face. Yep, yep, nope, I've, I've heard that uh, a time or two. <laughs> um, so, you know who also had a very good plan? And this lasted for, yeah, basically, what, 25 years? Nike and Tiger Woods. Yeah. And That's now, now shocking that to see that end. Done. Yeah, well, and it's, it seems weird because it seems like a lot of Nike golfers are kind of dropping them, like, from apparel-wise. I'm yeah, honest. it it makes you wonder what's going on with Nike. Like, is Nike done with golf? Like, because I mean, yeah. they've they've already dis they've gotten rid of their golf clubs. They got rid of their golf balls. They yeah, they just had apparel now, and now you're losing I, the name of golf. Yeah, like you you can ask any average person who doesn't even watch golf and just say name one golfer, and it's like they're all gonna probably say Tiger Woods. Yeah, or Happy Gilmore. One of those two. Yeah. Shout out to Happy. Um, but yeah, I don't, it, it, yeah, it just kind of make you wonder, like, especially maybe it's because Tiger's career is kind of winding down, but you would think then maybe they would, it would have been a great time for them as soon as Tiger's career ends to latch on to Charlie and like, oh yeah, generation or, but like, yeah, Tiger's career might be coming, like coming to the end or drawing close but him as an image is going nowhere like he me and you grew up watching him we're gonna continue watching him seeing him and we're gonna notice what he's like we, i like golf clothes i mean like i'll see him wearing like ooh, i want to wear i wear sunday red exactly 
like I, I, I do that when I play in a tournament. I want to wear a red on a Sunday if I'm in a golf tournament. How much does it help your golf game? None. Okay, good. Not at all. So, so that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> but it makes me feel cool for like 30 seconds until I tee off. Exactly. Well, actually, even heck, even if you hit one good tee shot, or you hit the opening tee shot good, like you strike it right down the middle, then it's like, this shirt has powers. We're all good to go. Yeah, and then I then I come into play, and I let myself down. It's great. Yep. Nope, same here. But yeah, you're right. It's like, well, because, you know, like Nike in the Air Jordan brand, or with Michael Jordan, like, they're, yeah. I mean, Michael still, they're still, still Jordans left and right. Yeah, I mean, they're... Michigan has a huge Jordan brand with them, but, mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan is never going to stop selling shoes. I don't think I, you'd be crazy. Exactly. It, Just, and I, I think, I'm... I think Tiger Woods is a bigger name than Michael Jordan. Ooh, that's actually good. That's a good debate to have. It, it is a good debate, honestly. Tiger. Well, there. Okay, let's just go with this. Who's the greatest basketball player of all time? My degree, my my opinion is Michael Jordan. Yep. But there's a debate. There's there's three or four guys in that debate. That is true. At least common people, like common era now. Yep. yep. Um, because there's gonna be people that are gonna say LeBron, Michael Jordan, or Michael Jordan, uh, yep. LeBron James. There's gonna be people that say Kobe. When you say who's the greatest golfer, current or like common era golfer, there is no debate. I know the the only closest thing you could have is Jack from like you know right from forty years ago, but that, that yeah, and it's a different game from them. But like yeah, there's maybe a little debate there, but I don't think that's even a debate that many people have anymore. Like when you think goat golfer, it's Tiger. When you yeah, think. Well, Goat basketball player. There's three or four people that could come to mind. There shouldn't be, but yes, there are. I, I don't. Yes. Know what I mean. Um. But yeah, I mean, and with Tiger, Tiger, he changed the game of golf. He changed how people look at golf, and more yes. than one, not just for obviously. You know, Tiger is one of the rare black golfers. Like you don't see that yep. often at all. But also the fact of Tiger showed, hey, I'm just going to hit the ball really far, like Happy Gilmore. Except this one's actually in real life. And, yeah, and. So it used before Tiger, the only training that golfers did was golfing. They, they, Mm -hmm. you know, Tiger did night Navy seal training to like get better shape. And like, he's in incredible shape as a golfer Too bad he's had back problems and knee. And I mean, it's all because of how much torque he puts on his body from his swing, but yep. He he changed the he changed the science behind golf, like how you hit the ball, how you how you train for it. Well, and kind of shifting sports just briefly. So, like Jimmy Johnson, you know, won five straight NASCAR championships, and basically he changed the way how drivers work out. Because, like, like with golfers, most drivers just figured out, okay, I'm just gonna hop in a car and drive, and that's how I'm gonna get better. Well, Jimmy basically started this whole workout regimen and like eating healthier and stuff like that, and now yeah basically every driver copies that interesting so. kind of like like tom brady did the same thing you know he had a in, intense diet and you have to have a different mindset to be 
to be great. What they are. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, again, there's a reason they're basically one of one or one of three. It's just they have yeah. that mindset in, because in, in all different ways. I I don't really watch NASCAR. I know who Jimmy Johnson is. He was mm-hmm. kind of, when I did watch NASCAR, he was the big name kind of coming up at the time. I guess he was mm-hmm. taking over Gordon's spot, in my opinion. Um, basically, yeah. But, like, racing, there was... I know Jimmy Johnson had what seven championships, as Correct. well as Dale and um, Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty also had Correct. seven. Yep. Look at me, no NASCAR stuff. I'm proud of you. I hey, Cody just FYI, thirty-two days to the Daytona 500. Yeah, I th- I think we should start maybe posting some of your, those pictures to um, our account. Okay, I'm fine with that. I might need to start start the countdown or something, but yeah, you can just copy my picture that I put yeah. that I put on Facebook. Just an FYI for those listening, I have been doing a countdown for the Daytona 500 for the last like 14 days, and I'm trying to pick like the nastiest wrecks for each car number and day. We're having a lot of fun. It it's fun. Early he does day. it every year. This is the first year it's been wrecks, though, right? Yeah. Well, I've I've only done two years. I did it last year too. Okay. And last year I just did cars, whatever ones I thought were cool. This okay. year has been, we're picking na- kind of gnarly wrecks. There's a lot of there's a lot of cars in the air. It's kind of cool to see. Yep, I don't know how I can I, find those. I, I even recognize some of them back from when I did watch NASCAR. Look at you! I am proud of you. Yeah, I'm um, kind of a big deal. People know me. Well, that that's good. You know who um, most people know too? Um, if we say the name Jerry Jones. Crazy Jerry. So, this past week, or week and a half, um, is basically where a lot of NFL coaches are either getting fired, told they're going to get fired, or on the hot seat. Yep. And, well, after the uh, Cowboys lost to the Packers, Mike McCarthy was one of those names. He and, was a big name on that list. And somehow, some way, he is keeping his job. I'm... I get it. I, I get it, and I don't. Because um, I don't... McCarthy's done well there, just not mm-hmm. postseason. He's had three 12, 12 win seasons in a row. Yep. I mean, but I think they've had a first-round exit of the playoffs each time. That'd be correct. So, <laughs> you, Jerry Jones wants championships. That's, I mean, every coach wants championships, but... Yeah, the only problem is that you and I both know Jerry's way too hands-on of an owner. Like, I think Jerry might be looking for the problem, but unless he's looking in a mirror, he ain't going to find it. The only problem is if he's looking in the mirror, he might be looking kind of cross-eyed, so he might not be able to see exactly what he's looking at. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting coaching carousel, too, because, I mean, Bill Belichick just parted ways with the Patriots. Yep. Mike Rabel is gone from Tennessee. That was, I mean, that was really surprising. I didn't see that coming at all. But apparently, I didn't either. the owner, or the owner, I, I think, doesn't like how he wants to run the team exactly, or some ways okay. that he wants Which to go about It's crazy because he's had the best, one of the best run teams. He he's got the kind of football that wins that wins um, in. In the cold, in the in the weather, in the playoffs, like just hard nosed football. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand, I guess, because aside from probably rolling with Will Levis again for his second year next year, Tennessee's going to be moving on for Derrick Henry because he's a free agent. I believe DeAndre Hopkins is either free I, I did read that him. Henry wants to go to Dallas, maybe. What, what's the old saying? You live long enough to be a hero just to end up as a villain? Yeah. Something like that? Something yeah. similar. Oh, boy. I mean, that'd be a good fit for Dallas and all. Honestly, they need a true number one running back, but it's like, uh, don't just – King Henry, don't go is, is he a number one anymore? I still think so. I, I love I love Derrick Henry, but, like, there's a lot of miles on that guy. Yeah. But the good thing is, is Tony Pollard, I think, is a very good number two. He's not a, he's not a number one. So I think he's, that's a perfect way how Henry – you can give Henry, like, some downs off, basically. Yeah, that's that's very true. But you were saying DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins yeah. probably gone. Yeah, and I, th- I think they might move on. Some, there might be some pieces on the defense that they're getting rid of as well. So I don't know. It's uh, it, it's very interesting of what uh, just for all. I mean, all the teams. I mean, Seattle got rid of Pete Carroll, which still makes another, zero sense in the world. Another shocker to me. Um, and then uh, now. Nick Sirianni, they're talking him. He he's on the hot seat. There today, they're supposed to be meeting with him. Or today's Wednesday, by the way, a day later. Yeah, we're uh, we had a little bit of technical issues, just so we're just, but we're on the up and up. That's all that matters. We're here. We're recording. And we're having fun. Is that what you call this fun? I mean, I thought so, but maybe I'll go cry myself to sleep tonight again. I thought you did that every night anyway. No, just after Dolphins games. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, how crazy is it though? Sirianni leads Philly to the Super Bowl last year and now could be fired. Yeah. I, and his, is, I almost think, is one of the most deserved firings. Um, not like, yes, they did great through 11 weeks of the season. Or twelve? Were they? Yeah. Were they eleven yeah. and one or ten and one? But I think they had their buy and stuff at that point. Okay. And then they they fell apart, and they it's not as if they played a lot of playoff teams at the end of the year. They were playing. They played Arizona, the Giants twice. They played the Giants twice, and they lost both of them. I mean, no, no, no. They, 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 that was one of their wins. Barely. Yeah. It... Hurts well, looked cra- bad. Yeah, and again, I think more is going to come out about how actually hurt he was. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. Even when they were winning their ten games, though, they still didn't look good. Like they kind of looked like a just a more winning version of Kansas City was. Like they were just happening to get more wins than what Kansas City was. Yeah, and uh, then well, they came back to earth, and well, Kansas City didn't. So no, Kansas City might have found themselves. With the help of Miami, yeah. Um, okay, so you know, through the, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You should probably just ask the question that we're already into, which is what you want to talk about football. I thought you'd never ask. Okay, well, we're already in it. We'll, yeah. <laughs> so why not? What, Cody? We'll just we'll start with the Miami Kansas City game. You Let's know, get the, it out of the way. Game on Sunday. Yeah, the game on Peacock, which. Apparently, NBC a lot applauded for however many people 
subscribe to that. And then like 90% of the people canceled their Peacock, Peacock yep. subscriptions right after. It, Yeah. Oh, the biggest streaming event ever. Yeah. It's the first time they've ever had a playoff game. Like football is king. Yeah. Quick question. Were you having any like leg issues during? I had a few. I had a few times where it like cut out or. Yeah. Okay. We were too. I think I've heard Peacock does has does that during live events, unfortunately. Yeah. I've had a few (laughs) events because like I, I use Peacock for, um, for instead of NBC. Like, so. Oh, yep. I watch a lot of football games on it and I have a lot of issues with it. I gotcha. Um, and I use Peacock for like just post race NASCAR stuff, which I've never had issues with that. But um, that's because you're the only one watching that, and so there's not really any difficulties. Hey, there were like ten people watching it last time. So <laughs> just chill. However, though, uh, quick side note: Do you see the new TED series that they have on Peacock? Oh yeah, I've been watching it. It's funny. Okay, I, I need to watch that. I've heard it's I've heard it's very funny. Okay. 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 So my my side question for you on that, okay. based on that, now. For the people that don't know Andy, you should get to know him. He's a great guy. He um he does not swear. I don't know if he's ever said a swear word in his life. I do all the time, but um I was asking him today because like I send him a text message and I swear in those all the time because I don't respect boundaries. Uh how does he and like when I say when I drop the S word in a text, how does how do you read that, Andy? Or when you're watching Ted and they're cursing up a storm, what goes through your head? Do you hear do you hear the F bomb or do you hear it as a different yeah, word I, in your head? No, I hear it, but then like if I'm gonna read it, then I read it as a different word. I'm, but in your head do you say the word? No. Hmm. No, I did not even no, in I, your head. No. Interesting. Because like no. I'm constantly dropping f bombs in my head. That's I, th- I think you and basically every other American is yeah. Are every other person? Wait, basically you just told me that you might be ISIS. I'm not sure. You said every other American, meaning you're not American. Yeah. So moving on. So moving on <laughs> to the football game. Here. Before I get myself Paris. in trouble and before we get our podcast taken <laughs> off the air. Um. So yeah, so about your um about your dolphins, yeah, they were in I think Kansas City. Uh, they remember that it's playoff time. Yeah, Kansas City turned it up, and Miami did not. I actually saw a video of uh, McDaniel saying there is nothing I can do that is working. Ooh, yeah, their see, defense was dynamite. Solid. Yeah, well, and that's where you. I mean, as a coach, that's where it just becomes like. I mean, I have you probably have this happen on Madden too, where. You know, you're trying to run something, and if you're playing against somebody, and there's just nothing you can do at all. Yeah, I've had that. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks for it to continue the narrative on Miami not winning big games too. But I, I'm still a little bit like, I'm not not that this is why they lost, but like I still don't think that game should have been played at that time. Um, when when you see. Um, a helmet smash like it did from a pretty regular hit. It's a little too cold to be out there. Like fifteen people in the stands had hypothermia. Now, don't get me wrong; there was a lot of idiots that 
didn't have shirts on and were but it's still yeah. ridiculous. Well, you see Andy Reid's mustache just kind of freak over. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty that, that was pretty, pretty cool. Um No, I'm well, not saying that's why Miami lost. Miami blew that with their own hard work. It was great. Yeah. Well and it doesn't help too, which Mahomes put on the Superman cape again because yep. he can. He's one of the few people that can do that. Probably should have got checked for a concussion after his helmet like, snapped in half. Um, and uh, Kelsey uh, remembered that, oh, yeah, it's playoff time and he's dating Taylor Swift, so he better show up. Yeah, he still had a few, like, wow drops, but he started to come back to the Kelsey that we expect. Yeah, well, and I think Mahomes, Rashid Rice has shown that he's kind of moved now into the number one receiver role there. For sure. So, um. Yeah, can't. I mean, and now Kansas City gets to go to Buffalo, which this will be a fun game. Fun, fun storylines galore in that game. Yeah, like which quarterback rule do we get rid of first? Like, can will Mahomes fake a run out of bounds and then turn it upfield, or will Josh Allen fake a slide and then turn it into a fifty-two yard touchdown run? I thought they were getting rid of that rule. I think in college they did. I guess maybe not necessarily in the pros, but. Like, which rule? Like, that they cannot do that? Yeah, the fake slide rule. Yeah, that should be gone because it it literally, both sides happened to the um, Steelers in their game. Yeah. Because Josh Allen had a 52-yard run where in about 20 yards into it, he looked like he was going to slide, so the. The defender pulled up, mm-hmm. and then he just kept running. And a little while later, he was went to slide. He actually slid. The defender didn't pull up, and he got caught with a uh, personal foul for hitting a Wait, quarterback. Watching that again, like I, I saw a couple of replays of that. I think Miles Jack initiated the jump before Allen initiated the slide. Like, it shouldn't have been a penalty. Like... That's one of those where you need like a sky judge or whatever, or whatever they want to say, call it to come yeah. in and say, no, no, that's no, you guys messed up. They need to do something like that in the NFL. If, if they're going to mess up as much as they do. Yeah. Again, as long as they're going to, cause they're the only league that the, does not have full-time officials. The NBA does. Cra- and it's, baseball does. Football is does. king. Exactly. They make billions. <laughs> yes. Billions with a B. Billions yeah. of dollars. There's a reason these teams are getting sold for what was the Washington seven billion? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Like some some point four maybe. Or something. I don't know. These billionaires are not paying that to lose money. They're recouping yeah. their gain. They're recouping their losses immediately. Yeah. Well, and I will say this about Pittsburgh, though. Just touching on them for a little bit. They had two things that needed to happen during that game. They needed to kind of try to slow down Buffalo's offense, which they kind of did at points. And also they needed to stay committed to the ground game. They did not do that at all. And, I mean, their their tackling on defense was atrocious. Is T.J. Watt the only one that knows how to tackle? I don't. He might be. I mean, he, he like, I saw Patrick Peterson look like he didn't want to tackle anybody at all that game. No. Like, I get it's cold. And maybe it's a state of Pennsylvania thing, because then watching Philly on Monday night against Tampa, they, uh, 
Yeah, they look like they didn't want to tackle anybody either. They did not. They looked awful. Um, so I guess we'll kind of bounce around. We'll go to that game next. I mean, Tampa won thirty-three to nine, and I think they scored what two or three touchdowns basically after contact, like getting contact yeah. to ten yards past the line of scrimmage. The, the Philly, Philly was not in like not in that game at all. Thirty-three to nine, and it wasn't that close. Well, I think they only ran the ball like eight times. Like, you have one of the best offensive lines, one of the best running backs in the league. So let's pass every down. Yeah, with a quarterback that, like we said, is hurt, and we'll we'll find out how much how hurt he was. Yeah. Well, and then he, I mean, and he also didn't he hurt his hand or last week or oh. a finger where he couldn't throw or he could barely throw, and it's like, what are you doing? And he he was only throwing to uh, Chase, or not or Chase, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Devontae Smith, yeah. Like that was his only target. <laughs> well, I think he tried throwing to Goddard a couple times and he couldn't catch. It was just, it was just an all around failure. Did, which, I mean, did Goddard get hurt in the game? Towards the end, did he? Yeah, hyperextend yeah, his knee. I don't know what the severity of it was, but yeah, I think he did hurt his knee. Um, well, and with Philly losing, now this hasn't been official, official yet, but it's rumored that uh, their stud center, Jason Kelsey, is going to retire. Yeah. He's 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 one of the most fun players in the NFL. Like, he, he's probably one of the only centers that people know. Regular before- people. I know, and this is even before his brother started dating po- Taylor Swift. This I was, mean, his podcast ha- helps, which yeah, if they want us on it, I guess we can yeah join I mean, in once or twice. I don't know. I mean, help their ratings. Heights. Yeah, we can help New Heights a little bit. Um, but I mean, because you, you saw his outfit after they won the Super Bowl, like that colorful. Oh yeah, just he gave nuts. He gave a great like speech in that, if I remember right. I don't, rem- I don't know the speech. I just remember it was pretty. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, I have a buddy, Brian, who's a diehard Eagles fan. And I mean, he, he I think he, he's sad to see Kelsey go, but I mean, it's been a heck of a ride. I think is what oh, he yeah. texted me. <laughs> Super. He won a Super Bowl. He's been to two. Two. Yep. Two. And yeah. uh, he got to play against his brother in one. That's pretty, that's pretty special. I'm kind of surprised that he didn't decide to hand it up after last year. Like, I mean, yeah. I know you don't want to go out losing the biggest game as your last game, but just getting to play against your brother. I'm, that's I think that that's a pretty cool ending. ending. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, yeah, Philly has a lot of questions now they got to answer because A.J. Brown's not happy. Does that officially kill the tush push? Because I think Kelsey yeah. was the strength behind that. Oh, he! Oh, I saw something too that he's glad that if he won't have to do that anymore because he. Uh, oh, I'm sure he he hated whatever that was called. I'm sure it didn't. I mean, everybody was on top of him. I don't think that could have felt good. Well, so speaking of the tush push, that see that's how you knew Philly was in trouble when they scored that touchdown to go down by eight, and then the Bucks jumped off sides on the uh, extra point attempt, and then Philly tried to do the tush push for two and they couldn't succeed. That's when he knew. Oh, right, like, oh, uh, they're in trouble. Well, did you see though? Uh, Hertz almost had his like face mask ripped off. Like, yeah. 
It all well, and it also does help that Tampa has arguably one of the best defensive tackles in Vita Vea. He is team, a stud. So, yeah, and he's kind of he's a kind of a hard mountain of man to move. Just just a touch. Which let's talk about the story that is Baker Mayfield from that game. Like looked fantastic. Oh, I know. I mean, Baker's honestly looked good. Except maybe, I mean, Tampa kind of got a little rigid maybe the last two weeks of the uh, of the regular season. But, I mean, against Green Bay's defense, he's the only opposing quarterback to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau. Yeah, ever. And that's a long history. They need to bring back the progressive commercials with Baker. They really do. Those were, <laughs> at home those with Baker awesome. Mayfield. With cannons? I know. Oh, my gosh. Him on a pirate ship? Yeah, that'd be perfect. So people from Progressive, listen to us. We just yeah. want a little credit for the I, idea. That's all we want. We know that there's hundreds of you listening. Yes. Hundreds of tens, but yes. Um, yeah, whatever. But yeah, I mean, what a – between him and Jared Goff, I mean, it's like a resurgence type deal where yeah. they wrote off. And Two then, guys that were definitely like cast – they were cast away and – I, I will say I thought I heard Baker Mayfield, um, part of his resurgence is from something that Sean McVay said to him. Like, he basically, because at the end of last, was it last year when he went to yep. um, to the Rams for the last, like, five games, he said, like, when he came into the NFL, uh, they told him to kind of, like, stop with his antics, stop with his swagger. And McVay's like, you're here for five weeks. Like there's no getting around that, that you're here. He's, he was there to replace Stafford. Stafford's their guy. He was just there in the interim. He was an interim quarterback. And like, just be yourself. Like let that, let that stuff fly. And that's when he started being himself and getting back to the Baker Mayfield that won a um, Heisman. Well, and I can't remember if it was against the Chargers because wasn't like his first game back. Didn't he lead like some big comeback last year? Like when he yeah. the Rams. I can't remember who they were playing, but it was like, holy cow, this is a Hollywood, like a Hollywood type script type deal. It was cool to see. Yeah, like they don't, I, I don't think they had much success after that, but. Yeah, I think they, well, they beat Russ in Denver. But I don't know how much of a big win that is. But yeah. Um, but I mean, you and I are both Ben Baker guys. Like, yeah. Since he was in the league, so, like I think he actually is a really good quarterback. I'm fine with the antics. You got you need some guys with some swagger. I don't like robots. Exactly. I I, I like I like some stoic guys, but I also like some. Get you you want to have some but some characters. It gets um, pretty boring. Otherwise, so, would you say there's a bigger character right now than Dan Campbell? When it comes to coaches, no, no, he is. He's fun to watch, and like that atmosphere in that game was fantastic. Detroit deserved that. And well, and again, you got all the storylines. Detroit's first home playoff game since what ninety four when they lost to the Packers, but um, get to host Matt Stafford and his return to Detroit, just absolute chaos. Yeah, and and I mean it's. Goff going up against the team that picked him number one and gave him away with a billion picks. Yep, to get, to get Stafford. Yeah, because he was just a throw-in of that. Like yeah. the, the Lions didn't necessarily want him. They're, the Rams just said, "Yeah, here you go, take him." We we'll we need him off of our books too. Yeah, 
he's yours. Do with what you will. And he's looked, he's, he's looked, he's done everything they wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he, is he a top passer in the league? No, but does he fit their offense? 100%. Yep. Well, and is he one of the last four quarterbacks remaining in the NFC? Oh, you bet. You bet. So, what a, man. what a foursome too. You got two castaways with on their one's on his second team, one's on his third. Yep. Right. Yep. Cleveland, yep, Cleveland Rams, and Rams. then and now well, actually fourth, Tampa. fourth, fourth. He was on Carolina. Oh yeah. yeah. Beginning of last year, he was in Carolina, right? Yep. Yep. I kind of forgot okay. about that. But... I did too. Um, and then you got the guy that the. The forgotten guy, like Love, was he was riding the pine for th- three years. Again, he was ruled as a bust because Packers he didn't play. Played him at all, yeah. And then and, you got Mister Irrelevant and Brock Purdy. Yeah, like one of those guys is going to be the NFC quarterback in the Super Bowl. That's that's pretty cool to think about. And then he flipped like, around to the oh, go ahead, go ahead, like and. Uh, the the storylines on love have flipped so quickly, like from is he a bust? Okay, he's he's a guy. I'm I like I've been one that's saying I think he's going to be a top ten quarterback. I didn't think he's going to be top five. I'm thinking I'm wrong. He's probably going to become a. I'm not going to say that yet. Like I'm not going to say that he's there, but like he's showing all the signs of being a top quarterback in the league for many years to come. You know what I'm most mad about from that game on Sunday? The incomplete pass to, I think it was Tucker Craft, which would have iced away the game when they were still up 16, I think. Um, it ruined his perfect passer rating. Oh, he would have been the first quarterback to have a perfect passer rating in his playoff debut. That would be pretty cool. He looked very good. Now, I don't think he had the hardest game that he's ever played in that game. Um, there were some guys that were, well, wide open would be an understatement. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, the closest guy to Luke Musgrave on his touchdown catch was probably Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry <laughs> was up in his box. Yeah, so it it was there was nobody, and like I was hearing, I was seeing things like, "Oh, he underthrew." When the guy's that wide open, you don't try to lead him. You don't try. You just throw it to him. Yep, you just you're playing backyard fly. football at that point. Yeah, you're just throwing him pop fly and hope he hope he just puts two hands on the ball and catches. I was actually a little surprised he scored on it because I thought he was going to get tracked down at like the five, but well, he ran over. So every week after the pack, well, when the Packers win, they release locker the locker room video from after the game with Matt Lafleur giving game balls and whatnot. And yep, there's a little five, and in there there was like a little four second clip where uh, when he was saying all the good things that happened, and one of them he said Musgrave stayed on his feet. Because he's had a lot of trouble. For being a very big and fast guy, he's had a lot, a lot of trouble staying on his feet, and that just got that got a big cheer from the. That's pretty good. The team. So, I mean, the coolest part was when Packers were up twenty five. I think I think this was in the fourth. Maybe this might have been late third. I can't remember what when this was, but um, and they went for it fourth and like fourth and two, and then yep. Love somehow. So, I don't know. I just don't know how in the heck he threw that ball to Romeo Dobbs, but that was a what a type of throw. Yeah, there was two guys that like I was like, okay, that that's gonna either get knocked down or picked, but he threaded that needle. 
And um, also, giving the ball to Aaron Jones. Very, very good. Yeah, he could – where was that defense? Like, where was Dallas's defense? Like, that was supposed know, to be a top-rated defense. I know, and, and, and kudos to Matt LaFleur. Like, when he was with – when Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback, there were a lot of debates on whether, okay, is LaFleur really good or is it just because of Rodgers' offense? Um, these last eight games have shown, yeah, Matt LaFleur can call a freaking game. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm – I saw – What a resurgence, like, I, too. Oh, I know. It's it's just been awesome to see. And again, especially the Packers are a year or two ahead of schedule. Like, they shouldn't yeah. be like this yet, especially with the youngest offense in the league. Is it the youngest offense or is it the youngest team? It might be the youngest team. I know it's the youngest offense for sure, but it might, it's probably yeah. the youngest team too. But And I mean, I love seeing Jair Alexander get a pick just because I love Ja so much. And uh, then Darnell Savage of all people gets a pick six. And it was... That was cool. It was just one of those where it, it it always feels good to be Dallas if you're any team. Like Miami beating Dallas earlier in the year, it just feels yeah. good. But then just doing it in the playoffs in their building. In a game that everybody that I heard that was a Dallas fan was like, oh, I, we're not going to have any problems. Not worried at all. Well, and I was partially right. I said if Green Bay was going to win, they had to make it a shootout, which they did score seven touchdowns or six offensive touchdowns. Um, I didn't expect their defense to play as well as they did, though. Did you get a little worried at the end? Like when they started, Dallas started kind of that comeback? Yep. yep. I was having flashbacks to the <laughs> NFC Championship game, to any other big game that we've given up. I was... Okay. I want you to calm down on this, like acting like you guys have had this tragic backstory. You've been one of the most successful teams for 30 years. Like, stop sure. pretending... Stop pretending that you're like this downtrodden franchise. There is no, I'm not. We haven't had a playoff win since 2000. Well, maybe you should be there more. But see, when you're in the playoffs more than just like once every other 10 years, um, (laughs) you you suffer many heartbreaks. Oh my God, get over it. Have you had any one in 15 seasons? Then you can talk about heartbreak. No, we did have to put up with Brett Hundley for like six games. Ooh. We would have been happy to have Brent Hundley as our starting quarterback at some points. We had Tyler Thigpen as our starting quarterback at one point. I watched Pat White die on the sideline. We had Seneca Wallace start for one game. He didn't finish. <sighs> I think he maybe we, only played half. We signed Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees. Yeah, we, had Cam, we had Cam Cameron as a court, as a coach. We had Joe Philbin as a head coach. You had him as an offensive coordinator. We had him as a head coach. We had him as a head coach for four games. You know, after McCarthy that was interim. I know, but still, we had Dan Campbell as a coach. Okay, the the coach that we let go after we fired Joe Philbin, the one that was interim, was Dan Campbell. He just handed us the record for the longest team or the longest tenure without a. Playoff win. Yeah, it's, that's right. We still we, we still have plenty of heartbreak. Yeah, you don't ha- you don't know heartbreak. I do. I know playoff I heartbreak. Oh my god! <sighs> Frustrating. You're right there. You're, you're right over there. I'm used to heartbreak, so like I don't get emotionally damaged very easily. Okay. Um. So do you think and Browns it's not been every three, 10 oh, years, you jerk. We've actually made it two years in a row for the first time in forever. 
So two out of every 15 years, then? Uh, we had made it bef- that, I think before that it was 2016. Okay, well, good, good, good for you. Good for you guys for trying at least a little bit. I'm happy. Um. So, and speaking of pain, do you think the Browns fans are feeling pain? I I think they are used to it. Yeah. Like, uh, as downtrodden as the Dolphins are, the Browns are worse. Yeah, I think all the injuries and having Joe Flacco at quarterback have finally caught up. Now, Joe Flacco looked good for a while. He came back down to earth very oh, I quickly. Saw, I saw something where I think so he had played like in six games or something like that, and he had thrown nine picks. Like it was kind of it was due to like really spiral at one point. Yeah. Uh, well, in the playoffs, it uh, it did. Which the Browns, if they would have been at home, I think there is a different story. Their their defense was so good at home, and then it was equally as bad. On the road, it was, it was just weird. Um, and I, and I will say though, CJ Shroud, he he's a dude. I mean, now for some odd reason, Pro Football Focus, and I hate those morons that work at Pro Football Focus, but they didn't have him as like the top five, one of the top four, maybe five graded quarterbacks this week. Like they said, he played an awful game, yeah. which. Again, Chris Collinsworth and all those guys are idiots. But, um, yeah, he I, he lit it up again. He was throwing deep, oh, dimes I mean, deep. And I mean, their uh, offensive coordinator Bobby Slovic, Slovic, he might be the new, like the new hot name that's pro- might get a head coaching job. If not this year, maybe next year. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's uh. And personally, I didn't see Houston doing this this year. I thought they'd be competitive. The only thing is <coughs> when they drafted C.J. Stroud and then they traded up and got Will Anderson Jr. with the third pick, I thought they were maybe, I mean, that was a lot. That was two good pieces to get, but I, fe- I thought maybe they were mortgaging the farm on their future like that. And it's just... It's crazy to see what one coach with D'Amico Ryans and one quarterback with C.J. Stroud can do. Like, it's just, it. you you find a match like that, and it's like, my goodness. It, um, the, the part that really surprised me was how they kept rolling after they lost their, um, uh, what's, what was his go-to wide receiver? Oh, uh, Tank Dell. Yeah. Once he went down, I was like, okay, storybook ends here. Mm-hmm. They kept rolling, so I mean, we'll see what next year brings. Also, I mean, we'll see what the rest of this season brings too. Yeah, they're not out of it. They're, I mean, they're like, they've got they're their like the hands Packers. full. Yeah, I mean, but they're like the Packers. They're gonna have their hands full, but they're both playing with house money. Like, yeah, they're both a year or two ahead of schedule. Very much so. Um. So let's see. I think we I think we covered every game, didn't we? Then. Let's see. Cover the Browns game. Browns Texans got Miami Kansas City. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh well, game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we talked. We, we talked, Johnny. Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Um, um. What? What about head coaches? Like head coaching jobs that are open. Okay. So there's 
The Chargers. Which that's probably going to go to Jim Harbaugh. I think all the signs are pointing that he's going okay. there. The, the Raiders. I, I know the are team they, wants to keep Antonio Pierce. Yeah, didn't um, Max Crosby come out and say that if he doesn't get signed, he's not going to stay there? Yeah. Something I mean, along those lines? Yeah, and Devontae Adams said that. I mean, he basically he said that he wanted Antonio Pierce as the new head coach, but okay. Devontae might not be there next year. He'll be either in New York or Minnesota, wherever Aaron is. Um, and then you think so? Oh, is that yeah, that's is that pointing to? Yeah. So again, the the GM of the Jets is going to make that happen, and by GM, I do not mean Joe Douglas. Um, you can connect yeah. the dots on all that. Uh, yeah. Ten. I don't know where Tennessee goes. I don't. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I don't know there either. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't see an upgrade for them. What Not I with. They, I haven't heard Brian Flores. I'm surprised I haven't heard Brian Flores' name being shopped a lot. I already. Have, I don't even think he's even gotten one interview yet. Maybe it's because if you. Oh, never mind. I can't say that stuff. <laughs> we'll save that for a rainy day. Yeah, a rainy day podcast. Um, but I mean, if I'm them, I think you got to look at who can develop Will Levis from being a raw talent like how he's looked to being. A dude, like kind of what, like exactly what Matt Lafleur's done with Jordan Love. Yeah. Like in all honesty. Um, so I, I think they have to go maybe a Ben Johnson, the OC for the Lions, or that Bobby Slovic, Slovic for the Texans. I think they got to do something like that. Okay. So, um, Washington, they find fire on Rivera, and I don't know what you do. I really don't know. Because I mean, you got Terry McLaurin on offense. Got a couple decent yeah. running backs. Where, where, where do you see? Um, well, uh, where, where do you see see Vrabel going? Because I'm trying to think of. Because there's place I'd think places would be jumping up and down for him, but I would have thought. Does he end up in Washington? I mean, that might he, it might be one of those musical chairs, and that's where the music stops. Yeah, just because like and, and not because that's his best option. That's just what's available. Um, because I thought Atlanta would be a perfect option for him, but it sounds like Bill Belichick's going to get that job. He's going to get like twenty eight point three million dollars a year. Oh, why would you say that number, Cody? I don't know. That just came to my head. Interesting number. I like it. Um, so we have that. I mean, the Patriots hired Dron Mayo basically as a they had the succession plan already in place. Yeah. Um, which I. I've heard good things about him, but um, I would think you'd want somebody that's been elsewhere. Like he has yeah. only been a Patriot. Like I, that's great for fans to hear, but like you're not learning different systems and what works and what doesn't. Like our company, when they're training managers, will send you to different stores to learn how different people do it. So you yeah. pick up the right and the wrong way from there. Well, Belichick, I know, has been a great coach for many years. That's the only one he's ever had. Mm-hmm. But don't you want to learn from some other people with different minds too? Well, and now, like when with Nick Saban, the Alabama head coach, I I was hearing stuff when they were debating on who was going to take his job. People were basically saying, "You don't want to be the guy that follows Saban. You want to be the guy that follows the guy who followed Saban." Because it, it's hard replacing a legend in, in general. Yeah. 
True. But then some, but then somebody like Gerard Mayo, like you said, where he's been nowhere else. That's all all he knows is the page the quote unquote Patriot way. And I mean he, he, he probably he could be a very good coach, but it's yeah. They just like offensively they don't have pieces there. They have Ramondre Stevenson, their running back, but that's it. They got Mike Jacecki, Devontae Adam or Devontae Adam, De- Devontae Parker. Yeah, you keep naming Dolphin Castaways. We can keep yeah. we can go with that. Um so yeah, we got that and Oh, Let's and then see. the Seattle job. Yeah. Which I think that's gonna be Dan Quinn's even after his pathetic performance against my Packers. Um he was a DC there during their uh Legion of Boom days. And then, you know, he went to Atlanta and might or might not have coughed up a twenty eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, thanks to, in part to Kyle Shanahan. Um but I, I think the writing's on the wall that he's going to go there. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what other coach openings are there? Okay, who's going to go to Philly if Sirianni gets? Is that where Vrabel goes? Ooh, that's honestly what I would be on the phone with if I'm uh, if I'm Philly, because he loves to run the ball. That's their mo. They're uh, if, as long as they keep uh, when the heck's their offensive line coach's name. I'm, I know I, I know I'll tip my tongue. Brian, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I know this off the top of my tongue. And this Jeff Stoutland. I think that's that's who it is. Um as long as they can keep him, you get Vrabel in, they can run the ball. It's he, maybe maybe Henry would follow Vrabel there. And get him cool. and Swift with a deadly one two punch. That would be a very good one two punch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh this coaching carousel is gonna be very, very very interesting. Yeah, because it to me it almost feels like there's more good coaches right now available than there are teams. Yep, or guys who Which, we at least think are good, and yes. you know, maybe it's just like, and it could be maybe a situation like Belichick. I don't think so, but like maybe the game's passing by too, where it's just time to just mosey along, time to hang her up. Which I think Ron, hopefully Ron Rivera is going to do that. It's just it's does Pete Carroll does Pete Carroll continue then? Ooh, I never thought about that name. I, cause I, he wants to. I don't think he. I don't think this was necessarily his choice. I don't. Um, I don't think the game's passed him by either. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, he's probably the most energetic 72, 72 year old that you'll ever see. I don't like the guy that much, but like, he's passionate and energetic, and he never lost a national championship. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, yeah I, I get. It. I got. It. I got. It. I got, got it. it. So for it. you that don't know, um, the greatest game ever played was uh, Texas versus USC. But you in the national championship where Texas won, but technically that game never happened because USC was stripped of. Was it that year and the year before? Yeah, it's like whatever whatever years Reggie Bush was a part of the team. Everything was stripped like that. It didn't happen. There's no records yeah. of it. I mean, there are, yeah. but technically, yeah. Like we, we we know what happened, but if if just some people who were just born today look it up in about ten years, and it's like, oh hey, who won this? Wait, 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 Texas wait. won the national championship against nobody. That's actually pretty impressive. It, um, great game. But I don't know. Maybe Pete could go to Washington, turn around their culture. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a yeah. There's just a, a lot of interesting names to to watch. 
during the cycle. Um, so, Cody, you want to make our picks for divisional yeah. round weekend? Where you have a demanding, what? Maybe two-game huh. lead? No, I think longer, farther than that, maybe three or four. Let's see. We'll take a look at the old standings. I'm up by two. You're up by two? Okay. I'm up I by two. I thought you were up by more. Okay, so, simple as this. We got four games. Do you got the Texans pulling the upset, or do you got Baltimore? I got Baltimore. I do, too. See, this Texans has been a fun story. Maybe they can jump out to an early lead on Baltimore, because their defense actually played really good against Cleveland, I will say. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. But I think Baltimore, I think they kind of learned their lesson from a few years ago when they had the one seed, Lamar was the MVP, and then they got just ran over by uh, Tennessee. Um, obviously, I'm going with my Packers at the Niners. Who do you got? I got the 49ers. That's fair. Which, that's good news for you, because I have been Green Bay's good luck charm. I appreciate that. It's, um, you know, I'm here for you. George Kittle scares me. He scares yeah. me so much. That he's, Green Bay has a lot of trouble covering he's, him. He's been so under the radar, too, which is crazy. Well, it's because they have Debo Samuel, they have Brandon Ayuk, they have uh, that McCaffrey guy who we talked about earlier. Who still burns Iowa fans' nightmares? Um, he's just again, and Kittle's like the most likable guy in the league, or maybe yeah. Patty still might be number one, but everybody loves Kittle. I don't know. I thought, what about uh, Jamal Williams? Ooh, I know, but not everybody knows Jamal. That's the thing. Not That's everybody true. knows Jamal. The casual um, fan, he. Yeah, but to everybody else, but, no, every, well, everybody loves to, Jamal. To the casual fan, except for my wife. Does not like Patrick Mahomes at all, which is funny as all get out to me. Which she was uh, during uh, the the Dolphins Chiefs game. She's like, "Oh, this is awesome! I can go off on Patrick Mahomes, and you are not going to say a thing about it." And so I got to hear her talk smack to, about Patrick Mahomes for three hours while also depressed. You're a lucky guy, Cody. You I are am a lucky guy. It's fun. All right, um, let's go to the does the does Baker keep it going against the Lions? No. I think the Lions no. run all over Tampa. So I, you're I think, you're hoping for an NFC championship game in Detroit. Basically what I'm hoping I'm hoping the script is still the same as twenty ten, where Packers beat an NFC East team on the road in the wild card round, then they beat the number one seed in the second round, and then they beat a division foe in the conference championship game only to play the AFC North team in the championship in the Super Bowl. That could happen. That could if, if all that happened again, there's been so many parallels between uh, love and Rogers that it, it would just make sense for all this to happen. But if you're looking for parallels um, from Rogers and love, I don't know if the 49ers are the team you want to play in the playoffs. That's a valid point. Rodgers never beat him at all. <laughs> Every other Packers quarterback is four and one though. So really, yeah. The one loss was Brett Favre against Steve Young in '98 when Terrell Owens caught a game-winning touchdown with two seconds left. I I remember watching that game at my grandparents. I didn't know what was really happening, but I I remember because one of my uncles was a big <laughs> big Packer fan. You know him. He's got a. He's out for right. He's out of work right now. But um, Wait, Miss Debbie hasn't killed him yet, has he? Not, has she? not that I know of. 
Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, I haven't been invited to that funeral, so. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Um, and just an FYI, Jerry White, Jerry Rice did fumble in that game. <laughs> Told you, we have heartbreak. You weren't even alive. I was alive. You were. I don't you remember were, watching that game at all. I bet not. Game, no, the first game that I remember watching is. Actually, I think it might have been that year. The Packers got beat by, or maybe it was the following year. The Packers got beat by the Bears after Walter Payton died. They blocked a field goal. And let's go on to the final game. Chiefs or Bills? Mahomes' first road playoff game. Now, I I got a question to ask you about this game. Is there more pressure on Kansas City or on Buffalo? I think there's... I was going to say there's more pressure on KC, but I don't know. I'm going to say I think there's more pressure on Buffalo strictly because they finally get to host the big bad boys of the AFC at on home. their turf. It's their, like, if they want to, if they're ever going to beat them, this is their time. Um, unfortunately, I got news for all the Buffalo fans out there. That man is still on the other side, and he has the cape. Uh, yeah. Kansas City wins. I put Kansas City also. So our only Shit. difference is really your, My Packers your game. Packer game. That's how, this is how I win. This is how I win. I'm helping you. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm excited though. I mean, I love wildcard weekend, but yeah, divisional round weekend, I think they always say is the quote unquote best weekend of, of football because it's literally the best of the best. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, we've talked about, I don't think, it, I think there's a little bit more parody this year, like just, oh. but, um. In the NFL in the past, there's been many years where, like, the NFC Championship game or the AFC Championship game was better than the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, that was year for years, and um, the NFC Championship game was better than the Super Bowl and way better than the AFC Championship games because Patriots were always winning those. But Yeah, except a couple times they could beat by Peyton or Flacco. Yep. Thank you, Thank you, Joe Flacco. Thank you, Peyton Manning. Yep. And thank you, Nick Foles. For just just thinking. And Plaxico, thank you for waiting to shoot that gun off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That that, that, that was good. That that was good. Um, Okay, so, Cody, you had an idea for our uh, weekly top five this week. Did you? Yeah. So, just we're talking about, we're getting close to the uh, two the big game. And I decided what are your top five favorite sporting events? Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, um, championship games or events like March madness, um, March madness. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Stuff like that. Okay. So I'll let you give your top five and then we'll get mine. Okay, so my top five, I'm going to start with, I, I started with the Olympics. You know, number five yeah. is my the Olympics. I guess I didn't specify winter or summer. Um, oh, it, I'm doesn't, gonna, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I'm just a USA all the way guy. I, I, half the sports I would never watch outside of the Olympics, but there's something like curling is so much fun to watch when there's an American on the other end, you know? Well, I mean, 
those what was it? Those four guys from Minnesota that ended up winning gold in curling. And yeah, I think they, that they was... keep making memes out of them that these are like four guy, four suburban dads that just happen to walk into a curling competition and somehow end up winning the Olympic team. It, they, I mean, they all had mustaches and they just they yep. looked so Minnesotan. Yeah, they did. So uh, my my number four is actually the uh, NCAA football uh, championship game. You know, there's there's something about it. Like, even if Michigan won it this year, uh, it's still – and Alabama's won way too many. Yep. You look forward to it all year. Like, it, it's it's so bittersweet, though, because college football is done after that. Hey, hey side note, though, we didn't forgot to mention this earlier in the earlier. It sounds like we got a release date for the college football video game. Oh, yeah. It'll be, I think, Was July it July 12th? 12th? Yes. Yeah. I had to tell my wife that I have a date. I have a due date to get uh, to get an Xbox now. Yeah, can't wait. Keep going through. Keep going through. Let's start to interrupt. My number three is the Masters. I can just feel the springtime in the air. Just when you say I know. that, I I can't wait to watch some golf. Um, I was having a discussion with somebody in the break table about today about how much how much I enjoy watching golf and they were they just didn't understand it. He was a Vikings fan. Oh well Vikings fans don't know a lot of things to be in with, so <laughs> my number two though, is I know is not gonna be on your list, is the NCAA NCAA wrestling tournament. I can't tell you how much joy that brings me every year. Uh even though Penn State wins it every year anymore. Um, just seeing – I love the underdog stories too. Or like um, like a few years ago, one of the greatest stories ever was Stanford was losing their wrestling program. And uh, they had a, a kind of a – I think he was eighth-ranked guy, Shane Griffith. Um, kind of – he upset a, lot of, upset a lot of wrestlers and – not like verbally or he just mm-hmm. upsets over yep. some top ranked guys. One of them being Alex Marinelli from Iowa, but he went on to win the national championship and he wore an all black slinglet without the Stanford S on it because they were cutting the program. And so, but that man single-handedly saved the Stanford program. Holy cow. They eventually got like money going and saved it. Um, so that was, and actually, but now, now he is actually wrestling for uh, Michigan this year. Wow, a lot of a lot of transfer portal drama in wrestling now. I hate the transfer portal. Same, but uh, and then the number one, the Super Bowl. It's the greatest sporting event in the world, in my opinion. I mean, that's what it's all all football is about you wanting to win the Super Bowl. How does it get any better? I know that it's not it's not your probably not your favorite, but it is mine. But maybe it's just the fact that I've never witnessed my team winning it that has made it my favorite. Like I just picture every year a dolphin yeah. holding that trophy. <laughs> I mean, you get to see the Madden all the time, so I don't know what I do see a lot in Madden. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, just one's imaginary and one will never happen. So, um, 
you know, I've been nice. I've, I have been nice this whole podcast, like every, every episode. And here you are trying to slam me. And your <sighs> I, <sighs> I hope uh, a cricket gets into your bedroom in the middle of the night and just chirps insistently, insistently. Maybe I like the sound of crickets. Maybe. Maybe I can fall asleep easily to it. I hope it. I hope you can't. Well, that, thank, thanks, Cody. You're, you're a true friend. It's a mild inconvenience. That's my favorite kind of uh, insult. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I probably deserve it. So that's fair. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for my top five for events. Now for number five. This is at least what I classify as event opening day in baseball. Like it just kind of nice. has a big event feel to it. Um, especially, you know, each year as twins fans, we have hope that this is maybe going to be the one year where we don't run into the Yankees or we actually beat the Yankees in the playoffs or the Astros. And uh, then we find out that, Oh, Hey, wait, come October. No, that's not going to happen at all, but it's still just, it's fun. Just, I don't know. The start of baseball season is just always so awesome. That's cool. That's a good one. Um, number four, and I know you're not going to like this at all, but actually, no, number four, I'm going to put the Super Bowl number four. I'm going to put a little, you're little right. I don't like here. that. <laughs> I do love the Super Bowl. I love, not a big fan of Super Bowl parties though. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Oh, I watch people. I like, I, I, I want to watch the game. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't care to interact with much which people. is crazy i um, i i actually agree with you there but like at the same time i've hosted super bowl parties so many times at the same time but it's usually like-minded people that like want to watch the game well you know for the super bowl it's always fun because you got all the different foods everybody's actually watching the commercials which is weird because you want to try to either find out the funniest ones or the most idiotic ones throughout the day um, I don't know. It's just, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's just, it sucks that it's a holiday. You have to wait till like yeah, day after. It should be a holiday. I agree. Um, yeah. So that's number four. Number three, the Great American Race of the Daytona 500. It's an event. <sighs> yeah, you keep sleeping on that. We're 32 days away. It's just, it's a race. It, it's just Christmas for NASCAR fans, just because it's the, it, the biggest event to start the year. They start the year with their Super Bowl. Just a, a whole lot of hype around it. I mean, it's it's just, uh, it's so freaking awesome. I would like to go one day to that event, <clears throat> just once. I've been to Daytona. Like, I've been to the NASCAR track, mm-hmm. but that was, I'll, I'll date myself with that one. I went to it, and Dale Earnhardt finished a race there. You went to the last race that he finished there. The last, like, true race. Because, like, there was, like, the... Oh, what, the they have, like... Yeah, they, they what was called the Bud Shootout. And then they had the, yeah. dual, the, or the Twin 125s, the qualifying races before in. But, yes, the first, yeah. I, the points-paying race. That the he Pepsi finished. 400. One by Jeff Burton. Yeah, one by Jeff I, did, my mom I went to it. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, my, my mom and dad were there. I'm still sad I didn't get Kenny Irwin's autograph because then he died the next week. No, but yeah, so that I, I, yeah, but still, I, uh, I just I love that he don't have 500 so much. Um, number two is 
No, you said March Madness for wrestling. Yep. No, nobody cares. It's March Madness with basketball. I mean, especially the first week, like like the first the first and second round, where you just have upsets galore. You have one seeds getting beat by these 16s, like these little schools are being like Purdue. You it's, have that in wrestling it, too. It doesn't get the hype though that the basketball upsets do. No, it does not. But, and I mean, it's the most bet on event, I believe, and throughout the whole calendar year. It, it is also the most common time for men to get vasectomies. Fun fact. Hey, got to take time off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's why for the last how many years I've taken, I've taken that, like that week off just to watch basketball. He, he gets a vasectomy every year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, sorry to disappoint all the ladies out there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just, it's just some, there's something special about, especially when you see the first, just the first ball tip in the air and it's, it's just chaos from there. I will say number one, oh good. I do watch that every year, like not purposely. It's just that I'm in a, I'm on a golf trip every year at that time and I'm forced to watch it with them. Yeah. Well, they're forced to watch me watching wrestling on my phone. So, so boom, you guys are able to watch both then. So that's good. (laughs) So, Cody, speaking of golf, and you touched on it within your list. Number one's the Masters. It's not even close. It it is a great event. I mean, just again, you you see the azaleas. It's just meaning springtime. I can hear that iconic piano music that we can't play because we don't own the rights to it. Um, it's a traditional like any other. I think I can say that. I don't think Jim Nance owns that quite yet. Um, but it's oh, just it oh, reminds ahead. me of something. Oh, no, okay. keep going. Okay. Um, and I mean, just you look forward to Master Sunday, where if you're a freak like me, you know where all the pins are going to be at, especially like when you get to the back nine. Like I've always wanted to hit a shot on 16 there with the, the pins in the front left corner and you just get to hit the ball up top on the hill and let it roll down and maybe try to get a hole in one. It's just, it, it, it I don't know. It, it It's just like, it, it's heaven for golf fans. It really is. It is. It, and it, it's also like it's cool just because it's also a sign that spring is here. Yep, yep. I know that's what I always associate with the start of springtime. It's like you can have whatever date actually it is in April. It's like no, no. When Masters Week, that's the start of springtime. Isn't it in March? This year's in spring. April. Oh, maybe spring no, no, no. March. I don't know. Spring oh, starts start technically in March. March. I, think, I believe oh, like twenty twentieth or something. Um. um you were just saying though that like Jim Nance owns the doesn't own the rights to that. Well, um, I am sad to learn there's some rumors going around that that this is the Dolphins like hashtag whatever has been fins up for the last quite a while. Yep. Uh, kind of started when Jimmy Buffett owned oh. part of the Dolphins with uh, Landshark. There was Landshark Stadium and Landshark Beer fins up it all kind of went together and um sounds like jimmy buffett has since passed and um the land shark has owned the rights to the saying fins up and i think that they're gonna start they're not gonna allow the dolphins to use that anymore oh that's stupid right so like the dolphins are gonna be trying to find a new motto quote whatever you want to call that hashtag like i just don't know what what would work well 
Can you just spell it differently? Well, they do because, like, uh, for the beer, it's F I N S, but for it's been every time I I write it at least, it's always P H I N S. So I don't know if I don't know if that's going to have anything to do with it or not. Hey, Cody, before I forget, though, we must say our weekly top five is brought to you by Lictag Lawn Care and Snow Removal. Call them for all your, especially this time of year, all your snow removal needs. Yes. Sorry. Had to, I had to get they, the maybe they should start. Maybe they should. Maybe they will plow up my driveway, or not my driveway, but the <laughs> my mailbox. That thing's buried. Or, you know, you could just take a shovel and just unbury it, too. Mm, that sounds That sounds terrible. Yeah, that is, that's a lot of work. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, back to what you were saying, though. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you do for as the Dolphins. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, because there was one I saw, like, circulating today. There was, uh, I don't know who, I don't remember who it was, but he, he always would say, all right, Miami. Like, that doesn't sound like a model. That sounds like a mediocre Miami team, which yeah. fits most yeah. years. Uh, you just can't be like the Packers and just have go pack go. It's just no pack no. I got nothing. I <laughs> I give I give up on you. I got nothing. I could or we could just be like the Jets and misspell our own <laughs> name. J E T E Jets Jets Jets. It just fits that fan base so well. <laughs> they are. Um, and they're you should thank your father. Yeah, yeah, I know a Jets fan. All very smart individuals. <laughs> but don't worry, if they have air on coming back. I, all will be right in the world. I wonder. Yeah, have they? Did they ever say Salah's safe? Did they even have to? No, I don't think they had to. But it, it's whatever Rogers wants. Rogers will get. Except for Bat invited back on the Pat McAfee show. Actually, he was back on it again. Yeah, he's back on the next day. But that was more just <laughs> talk about Bill, Bill Belichick, and I think maybe a little bit about Nick Saban. But still, it's a uh, yeah, he's uh yeah. We're just gonna leave it there. I was starting to like the guy, and then I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of. I'm glad we have Jordan Love. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with that. I'm yeah, just... well, let's let's leave on the Jordan Love helped a fan push her car out of the parking lot or something the other day well or snow drifter um, so they asked him today um i think after practice or after the what was supposed to be practice um or maybe it was yesterday about that um he said he tried he did try oh. he didn't he wasn't successful but he did try at least so he he wants to at least get, get the story right he did at least that's try. good yeah again jordan's a nice guy he's he's a he'll be the Viking, Vikings will have a good quarterback in 15 years. So, yeah. <laughs> or actually, the Jets will, and then they'll go with the Vikings after that. But still. Do you still think the. Are you still predicting uh, Jets or the, the Rodgers to the Vikings? Well, if Kirk wants too much money, you, n- you never know. Unless if the Vikings want to ride with Russell Wilson. Please. Please, Minnesota. Please sign Russ. Please. 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 Huh. <sighs> It's going to be a fun off season. Yes, it will. But we still got a few more weeks of football. We still got a few more weeks of football, and I'm going to enjoy every one of them. As will I. 
Well, Cody, anything else you want to talk about before we head out? Um, well, I know that in our area, it is cold and um, it's not people that bad. It's stay not safe, that bad. stay warm, and uh, enjoy football season. Yeah. Because pretty soon, there's going to have people talking about NASCAR. Hey, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. What are you saying? What are, what are you saying, Cody? I'm saying fullbacks are people too, people. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to give us a follow on the socials, and we will see you next week. Peace.